If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Hey, what's up? You know you're only hearing half of the show, right? And it's being indiscriminately uh, interrupted with these sales pitches because we just don't know how else to get your attention and get you over there. Uh, Our website, our podcasts are 100% listener funded. Uh, They are funded with your subscription. So if you could please do that, uh, help us out. TheRightStuff.biz slash paywall. Thanks. Yes, indeed, is Daily Show 1155. This is the good stuff, the right stuff. It's a good thing there's an extra day in Black Fake History Month uh, this year, because no one cares, but I guess need an extra 24 hours. Oh, is this a leap year? I think so. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah tomorrow's the 29th, so wow. maybe tomorrow's when we'll do all our so it's like Black Tomorrow's figures. just like a fake day. Yeah. So it's like a Black it's Fake History fake, Day. It's literally fake. So there's that. Um, oh God, we're gonna we were gonna try to reenact our bit from um, from prep, which I, I we said could the line. We just redo bar. it because I don't remember how it started. Yeah. Well, we were just bitching about the uh, bitching about the. Uh, I well, keep forgetting his name. I think what what Alex wants to do, I think, will lead us right into it. The same the same conversation. So we might as well do that yeah. with some with a few like novelties added. Well, the see. This is how I, I don't even want to call it the right anymore because this this is just a me- it's just a mess. But this is how the me- this is how the mess works. A guy goes yeah. out and strikes a serious blow against the enemy, and the mess, the members of the mess that ostensibly want to defeat this enemy too, they go looking for any way out of it, any way they can to say that I wouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that, no one should do that. This was bad. I didn't like it, and then. We have to waste precious podcast hours trying to like steer the mess into you know away from, I guess being a bigger mess. I have no fucking idea of what I'm saying, but it's just kind of it's very. No, annoying. I mean, I understand. It, here's what I, I call it now. I just call it ghoul nationalism. I'm Why, a ghoul. You can't call it nationalism. There's no. Oh, there's so, no. There's no it, nationalism. It really matter there's no nationalism at play for these right. people. There's no if nationalism. There's any other word Let me it. talk. There's no nationalism at play. It's all internetism. It's white internetism. Yeah. There's no white nationalism. There's white internetism. People are just addicted to like the upcomies and the downcomies. They're addicted to like you get into a conflict and you get to like duke it out and maybe you overcome, maybe you get owned, whatever. They just and then you just start over again and everyone goes away. It's just it's a it's a mess. What they what and what well, what gets people down is like when when a guy sets himself on fire and um he says that like that it's a that it's a strike against the enemy you're supposed to hate. You're like completely like what why didn't he just send someone a super chat what's wrong with this guy holy crap what what yeah what, I, what the don't, what the, doesn't he have a sticker pack with fire in it what does he do using real fire for and it's just yeah. it's, just it's a it's a it's a macro or micro or it's just it's, it's a, a cosm it's a cosm i don't know if it's a macro or micro it's a cosm <laughs> it's a, of it's a cosm of some <laughs> yeah it's a, some kind of cosm <laughs> but it's it's like a, it's like a, it's like a cosm of the of the same palestine thing because i i will actually push back somewhat in the, i think 
there has been because again, if if there's a way to think about, I guess what we're doing here, if we're doing anything, and I put I, I used this term last night, I said we're we're engaged in, in effectively, and this is sort of legitimately, I think what we have to do first, and uh, it's like a war of narrative attrition against the Jews, hmm. and okay. I think there are gains being made in that war. Like there are, there is more anti-Jewish stuff out there in the general. There is in the general conversation than there has been for a while. And I would say, like, theory selling about whether that does something or not, it's very easy to cut through that by seeing, like, how are Jews reacting to it? They're trying to regain control of that conversation. So for whatever reason, it's important to them. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to look at things. Like, the people in power are are absolutely frantically reacting to this thing. So in a way, just that alone should be a signal to you that it matters. It's important. And so I will actually agree with people that say metapolitics is important. Narrative changing is important. Changing conversations is important. And uh, I know that's important because that's the Jews spend a lot of time trying to control conversations. And uh, so they wouldn't do that if it wasn't important. And I also know that there's a lot of gains being made on all fronts in that in that conversation, in this narrative war. Right. And so but it's very funny when you have people who say it's just metapolitics. We're out here changing narratives. We're out here like pushing arguments and, yeah. and ideas. We're like owning the Twitter space or whatever. And then they say, like, yeah, but this guy didn't accomplish anything. It's like, no, legitimately, this is a ba- this is a huge metapolitical blow that he struck, right? Because everybody's talking about it. So yeah, the Jews even just – go ahead, Alex, before I start. When you burn yourself alive, people tend to notice. It tends to really just stick in your brain like, oh, my God, he set himself on fire. It sends a message. It makes yeah. like – they can effectively – and they do effectively ignore your like hashtag campaign, but they can't really ignore that. Well, that's, but they, that's but again, thing. I'm not going to totally say that that doesn't mean anything either because – the uh what ha- what's happening on twitter now jews are extremely upset about it because yeah. they can't go anywhere without people just ragging on them oh. mm-hmm. like if you look at twitter if you if you pull yourself out of like the rightoid internet sphere which is what i do on a regular basis i actually don't dwell inside of it very much at all because i it's so it's like just being in it it's like i don't it's like it's like swimming in raw sewage i just would rather get out of the raw sewage as soon as i can mm. rather than like dwell in it right um unlike leslie nielsen in the naked gun i don't love it um <laughs> right you know I, i'm swimming in raw sewage i love it <laughs> that's like, that's like the online right, <laughs> right. so i want to go i look at like the wider conversation and and i do in fact love seeing the desperation with with which they are trying to push back and of course jews have multiple stories now so for rightoids they have the story like oh he was some kind of left-wing extremist for libtards they have this story he oh he was a weird creepy christian cultist Right, like they have both of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've been pushing like the anarchy thing, which I thought was rather odd because after the summer of love, which wasn't that long ago, so suddenly we are uh, deciding that anarchists are super bad and stuff, and we need to be on guard against the anarchists. Well, absolutely, Jews are trying to. Boris and I talked about this last night. Jews are trying to take the Barry Weiss position and yeah. like make that kind of like the default because you know how the default American position has been constructed as being sort of like a. a run-of-the-mill liberal, right? They are trying to reconstruct um, the default American position as like Barry Weiss, run-of-the-mill liberal. Well, she is basically run-of-the-mill liberal, but run-of-the-mill liberal plus like with all kinds of carve-outs for Israel and Zionism, right? Like that's basically what Jews are trying to do now. 
and they're doing it through multiple means and, and things like that. But it's being noticed that they're trying to do that. Uh, Jews are like, because of the Gaza thing, Jews are the topic of conversation every fucking day. Israel's the topic of conversation every day. In fact, they're doing genocide as a topic of conversation every day. Like they and they are feeling this heat. So the thing is, it's like, we can argue whether we think like narrative fighting back narratively and pushing back metapolitically is the thing to do, right? Like some people have shit on that. Like I used to shit on that. And I, I kind of am revising my position on that. I don't think that it is useless to go and push narratives and things like that. But, um, the thing is, the funny thing is that's the thing that the people that are saying this guy is useless. That's their thing. Right. Like they're the ones that are like, we're doing metapolitics. We're doing online activism. We're, we're doing this on the Internet to change minds. And so you can't really say that he didn't effectively do that. Even if you don't. And then the question is, so if he effectively did that and it effectively hurt Jews. Why? Why jump in to the narrative fight? effectively on their behalf because i'll say this because hurting jews if is bad go, hurting jews is cringe you get in trouble if you if you hurt jews you like yes, because that's, that's where that's where these people actually why, right? are that's where they, it's just cowardice and but like, I, just I, like if you like I just sit, just like sit back be quiet and learn like there's no reason to have these weird ask these questions like if you want to just be a zionist just be a zionist it's okay like everyone well, is the a guy, zionist there's so many zionists what i don't get is <laughs> look i know you you get frustrated with me like over diving into and explaining these things but it's my brain can't stop doing it well, so it's also like well because like, there's an there is the Machiavellian there, too. There's an aspect of explaining you're explaining you're losing here. It's like if you don't like this, you're just no, I'm, you're just when a I explain, fag. I win. I'm, when I'm explaining, I'm but winning. I'm just saying like if you don't like what he did, you're just a fag. If you're looking for a reason, well, so, if you're reason, looking for a reason why it was bad, you're just a fag and you like Jews. I don't know what else to tell you. Like just stop liking Jews. Like I, I'm saying at a certain point, weird... at a certain point, like I can't convince you with words. I have to convince you with how I act. Like. I look at that guy and I think he's I think he's a hero. I think he's awesome and I think you should touch gas. Yes. Touch gas. Touch gas. Touching gas. <laughs> he touched like, gas. Like like yeah, it's not like go outside. And touch I, gas. He, he wasn't like, twi- he wasn't tweeting grass. that day. He was touching gas. Yeah. That's the name of the show. I, I, I wanted I wanted to get into a discussion about what I was witnessing on Twitter yesterday. I noticed that John Doyle and Destiny were both mocking Bushnell. Both of them were making sure. the same kinds of jokes. Of course they were. <clears throat> there was no daylight between either of their positions on this, which I thought was curious. And then I got right. into a uh, bit of an argument with one of these rightoids. And the premise that they're running with in these circles is that you've got to be a nationalist, kind of an isolationist, but don't criticize Israel. Because that battle has already been lost. Uh, Israel lobby's got too much power. Wow. Uh, the public doesn't want to hear it. Uh, the public doesn't care about uh, genocide or anything like that. Uh, the public doesn't care about morality, period. They're just amoral uh, narcissists, just like the rightoid himself. When you escape everybody, the rightoid circle jerk, that's not what you see, though. <laughs> like, what are you actually right. looking at? Because when I when you pull out of the, of the right-wing sewage dump, Right when you're not in like the fucking, when you're not in the septic tank of online rightoid conversation, uh, you see people are constantly talking about this. Now, granted, like there's like the normie world. Like most people don't care about politics whatsoever. They just don't know about it or understand it. Whatever. But they're not like that. Doesn't mean they're like immoral people. Like if you go to the average person and you're like, should we kill literally every every member of this foreign society? They Israel? would probably yes. say no. no. Like I don't think that we should do that. <laughs> here's here's on a baseline argue, position, right? right? 
here's my premise. Okay, say say that I agree. We should be isolationist. We should not give money to foreigners. All right? We shouldn't give money to foreigners. We should take care of our own. Also, we should not give money to foreigners because they're taking that money, getting weapons, and then killing people with them. Well, that's it's a, a very argument. funny position to say we should that, be right-wing isolationists and also give up on fighting Israel because that battle they already won. It's like literally like why do you isolationism – why do you exist? If Isolationism that's is the fight against the Jewish lobby. Like that's what it is. It's that's well, the defining principle. Like there's no other thing that matters in that fight. Like the here, only, here's, here's the you are fighting the Jewish lobby because that's what's not isolationism. That's the anti-isolationist force. Anyway, you assume most Americans would give a shit about Gazans getting bombed. They don't actually. Not to mention, you'd be fighting an uphill battle against the Israel lobby that has worked tirelessly to ensure that Gaza equals Hamas so, equals terrorists. So you're only down for a downhill battle. Who's saying it. this? A coward. Yes. Someone, I'm in, I, I only <laughs> want to fight a downhill battle with the wind at my back. It should be easy. Like I just don't understand. It's like you, that, these are people. Honestly, these are people that should set themselves on fire somewhere. Like, it's really like well, this should, these that's, people should that's be what gas the, That's what I stares. Mean, the, that's what stares them in the face. Like, oh my god, this is the only thing I could ever do that was useful. But you'd probably fuck that up too. You would touch gas for the wrong reason. You'd like be mad at Muslims or something. You'd be like, go out like I mean, Brenton Tarrant. So are we that doing the? Name, are right? we doing the? Are we doing the Destiny or John Doyle bingo card here? Like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like, am I supposed to guess which one that was? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, this, 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 was, this was one of the followers of John yeah. Doyle. But I don't care if it's an uphill battle. What if I just don't care? Then, then he, pre- he proceeded to explain to me the right way to frame this kind of stuff. He says, uh, Oh, because if there's if one guy that knows, it's a yeah, John no, Doyle this guy definitely fan, knows right? what yeah. he's talking about right here. Yeah, right, yeah. Their patriotism, devoid of commentary on either side, does not open an avenue for the their terrorists and deserve it argument. Which actually seems to work. Nor does it open the whole genocide can of worms. God, I wish the so fucking need- feds would round these people up as J6ers. <laughs> just like round so, them up. Just wait, come get pure them. Pure patriotism. Just come and get them. Yeah, no, this is this guy's just a pussy. This guy, what this guy is—that's the thing. The feds will never. Like, the feds will never get these guys because these essentially are feds. Like they might as well be. Like I know people get upset. Well, when they're just—they're just, like, they're just non-entities. Just, they don't. It's literally like don't take well, the position fed bots. and then that will work. Well, so. they're fed. But they're doing meta politics to defend the, the status quo. Fighting against status quo is an uphill battle. Check. Don't bother. Check. Well, suddenly metapolitics are out the window. That's what's funny. Everything's out the window. This is what's funny about... The window's out the window. I I could do this for hours. You know you are looking at fucking people who are either Jewish tools or people who are so afraid of Jews that they are effectively Jewish tools without being actually added to the toolbox. Like mm. there's some people that Jews have like paid and they're like, you're now tool in the toolbox. There's some people who are like, pick me. He's like, I want to be in the toolbox. Can you put me in the toolbox, please? Jews, I will be in. They, they jump in the toolbox without being purchased. Like they, you know, they're like, yeah, like it's like, it's like, it's like, and, and so this is, this is that kind of guy. What this person is, this person is a guy's like, I'm a John Doyle fan. I've defined myself as such. So when I see John Doyle take positions, my brain gets to work on rationalizing John Doyle positions rather than what like is the right position or what's good or what's moral or what's just like, don't come at it from the principle. Like his well, principle is literally like, I want to preserve John Doyle as like an online commentator. And, so and, here, and to do that, they know that John Doyle I, will lose. There's, there's a through line with our re- recent shows, which is like the right seems to be unable to make any kind of compelling argument for anything. Uh, like, for example, John Doyle here is saying, uh, I know you probably don't remember this since you're in high school, but two years ago when the 50-year-old climate retard self-immolated, we all made fun of that too. Or when the social worker got stabbed to death in front of his girlfriend a few months ago. So if I am just a normal American citizen and I look at this kind of commentary, I'm like, okay, so you're a ghoul. You're just a ghoul. You're presenting ghoulism. It's like an identity. 
you don't take anything seriously, you're really ironic, you think it's funny whenever people get killed, why would I want to subscribe to whatever political bullshit you're pushing? Like, what's the appeal? Moreover, why should I care about what John Doyle is saying if Destiny has a bigger audience and he's saying the same thing? I should just be a, a Destiny fan, right? D- well, Destiny, what's the difference? I mean... Yeah, right? De- uh, Destiny like when, also... Yeah. It's like when Bausch and Charlie Kirk had the discussion and they realized that they didn't disagree on anything. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like it's, it's like the same thing, right? Like, yeah. Uh, that was actually quite remarkable. I think that was... We commented on that, but then since it was like Bausch and Charlie Kirk, like, people were like, can we just stop talking about this? I don't want to listen to either of them. I was like, no, there's an interesting thing. They're like, no, no, there's not. It's it's Vouch and Charlie Kirk. There's nothing interesting. (laughs) I just, I I find it very odd that the people who are trying to present as if they are the the morally righteous ones are just incapable of even acknowledging the utility of making a moral argument. Well, this is 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 how you know they're rightoids, right? This is how you know, or or, there's even, like, not all rightoids are even right-wingers. Like, it's just the, it's like the, it's like the over-strategizing overly thinking it about it but like ultimately every time you do that you actually end up narratively serving jews and the reason for that is because it's like when you put when you attach priors on because the only thing frankly the thing you're not the thing you're absolutely not trained with as a political prior is is anti-semitism and and opposing Jew power, like all the narratives you're trained with, right, left, all the all the categories and boxes you're given to tick. There's a Jewish element to all of it. So when you overthink, like, well, I'm a right wing, like again, it, a lot of it comes down to like I'm right wing and this guy was left wing, therefore I don't support it. And it's like, but the right wing left wing divide, even if you think there's actual issues there, there's there's differences and things like that. That is a divide. That is a dichotomy that is thoroughly managed by jewish media right it's a thoroughly jewish media managed idea like right wing left wing this that that's why whenever you see jewish commentators they're leaning into right left like they love that right left right left i'm right wing this is left wing this is what this means what it means there was a thread a long time ago on like nick land's website about (laughs) like what does it mean to be right wing or left wing and it was like insanity. Like it was like thousands of comments, and like nobody could actually decide what it Nick meant. Land, Nick Land and, posts are like a broken AI built them. Yeah, right. <laughs> you and, can and only so imagine what that, how like, that went. <laughs> it was funny is Nick Land has been around for a long time, but then he became like a devotee of Moldbug when Moldbug burst onto the scene in like two thousand seven. And so, <laughs> but the gibbets so post, like or gibbets. I don't remember how you say that word. Gibbets? I don't. Gibbets. I don't know what. what it's some kind of thing that you kill people with or something. I don't know. Like, uh, I think it's what you hang people from, right? Yeah. Gibbets, or that was a gallows. Know. Why don't you just say gallows? I don't know what gibbets are. Remember him posting about gibbets, like at the end of his gobbledygook with something about. Yeah, it's like gibbets. Around. Like, let, but who goes? Who gets the gibbets? Like, well, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. That's when you're playing times. Doom and you, you hit the the zombie or the imp with the rocket launcher and then they blow into little pieces. I think that's giblets. Is that? I thought it was like a. That's, turkey, what, you make, that's what you use to make like, the gravy. Yeah. The giblet. Yeah, he's like a turkey neck, like a gibbet. It's like an underside jib. It's like a manlet is an undersized man. You have a giblet. <laughs> Implies there's a larger jib somewhere. <laughs> I like the cut of your jib. That thing, like, That's a good one. The cut of your gibbet. I, I like the I, cut of your gibbet. I think cut of your jib is with a J, though. I think giblets is with a G. Yeah, it's like G. GIF. Gibbet, gibbet GIF or GIF is with a G. Like an animated giblet. <laughs> I, like, I like the cut of your animated gif. That's like Nick Land's entire website. It's like an animated gibbet. 
It's not real. It's oh, so you said you said up. one of the magic. You made one of the set. You said one of the magic like sidetrack words. You said you said Nick Land. Now I um. Oh, sorry. Well, they, yeah, Nick Land can only ever be a sidetrack, right? Oh my but, god. Um, I mean, that's yeah. I don't even feel like doing it, but like my my point is that here's my thing. It's like these these online right wingers, right? And I'm doing scare quotes with my hands because it's funny to do. But still listening to this version of the Daily Showa, still haven't subscribed? Please go over to the rightstuff.biz/slash/paywall, grab a subscription, and you won't be uh, interrupted with these sales pitches ever again. Um, there's there's things that they hold. As like ideas and principles, and they cannot let those things rat like self preservation and cowardice, right? Because I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Because when they say, because what do they say? Like, okay, we're doing meta politics online, we're owning the online space, we're changing conversations and arguments, and then they tell you this guy didn't, this guy's act did, did nothing, yeah, and then they say, like, we're doing like Machiavellianism. Like we're tricking oh, people and fooling people, and then Machiavellianism, they can't do that. Like Machia- Machia- Machiavellianism involves a political goal, which you don't have. Your political goal right, is don't, is, is don't like, fight uphill battles. Like, well, then you're not Machiavellian. The Machiavellian thing is like is like actually doing something theoretically. It's sort of like doing something kind of like unprincipled, but it achieves a goal, right? right. But so so suddenly, but even Machiavellianism, like as like a principle, which is huh. a funny thing to think about, but like we, we don't need to go into that. You throw it in the in the garbage, and suddenly you're principled as long as that principle gets in the way of actually achieving a goal, right? So it's like it's like you're deciding to lose on principle because you're and the principle is dumb. Principle is like he's left wing, I'm right wing, or whatever else it is. Um, you know, he's doing this wrong or that wrong, or let me let me like take this thing, which uh, anything in the real world is going to have complicated things attached to it. It's going to be like weird things, different things, some unpleasant things or inconvenient things. Nothing's going to be perfect. And it's sort of like I need this guy to have been a perfect right winger in perfect right. ideological alignment with me. Can I stop and you right having there? Having done something that is exactly right. What? Can I stop you right there? It's not even about that. It's that's the person at fault. There is the rightist who's like, I have to go find evidence that he's not to protect my psyche immediately. That's exactly that's what, what I was happens. To. That's what happens. Right. It's like I you was just building to that. You can't handle it. You can't handle it being out there. You immediately have to find something that you can say is wrong with it, so that you are you feel morally for released from any obligation and and there you are but my thing is like let's let's examine this so so you're throwing mox machiavellianism like you're supposed to do machiavellianism now you're not doing because the machiavellian thing no, every, to do everything out that is to just every, praise him everything out af, everything after you've found the the thing you can invalidate his act with is just the cowardice hamster wheeling you're just hamster wheeling you're spinning yarn about why you're not obligated now it's just everything about that is just lies and cowardice and his excuses and there's no reason to have it but debate. here's my thing you're not actually obligated to say anything at all. And if, if you yourself can't bring yourself to say, to praise it, you can't even bring yourself would, no, to shut the I would, fuck up. I would say as a white man, you are obligated to at least keep silent about someone striking a blow against Israel, even if it's just optically. That's my thing. And they you are obligated that. and you can't, you, you, right. you, betray your, you betray your obligation every day by being an online rightoid, by being someone who should set right. themselves on fire. Like legitimately, all, like, you know there's that some you, weird complication hmm. in your brain and you can't just see like, okay, now here's the question. Seriously, did this hurt Jews? And the answer is yes. And you know that it did because they're scrambling. Like if you're a liberal, if you're a liberal, think about the think about the position of Jews trying to corral libtards and leftists behind Israel and how much this set that project. Yeah, if they if back. they if they lose libtards, there might actually be a revolution. That's the other thing the right toys yeah. is embarrassed about. 
It's like, oh shit, the libtards might actually overthrow the Jews, and then I then I would owe my freedom to them. And they're supposed to be bad people, and we're supposed <laughs> to be the good guys. We're supposed to be the tough guys with the vaguely threatening skull T-shirts and the Harley Davidsons and the collection of guns that we never use for anything. And they're supposed to be fags. So what happens? What happens when like the fag left overthrows Israel? What happens then? What like now? Now you will really be faced with your pointless existence and its meaninglessness when you've well, lost to okay. the people you hate. Even the people you hate more than the Jews, because to you the Jews are a theory cell extract abstraction. The libtards are right there. I can watch them on TV. I can own them on Twitter. I can't own a Jew. It's anti-Semitic. Well, only, you, you actually can't. Bad own optics. Jews. That's the. Uh, that's another thing. Here's another thing. Here's another yeah, thing. These people make do. Good slaves. I kind of think they wouldn't be very good slaves. <laughs> here's no, but, but here's another thing. People do right because they're like, well, it's like I'm here for like the lols and just like trolling. I'm like, dude, you want to troll a Jew? Praise this guy. You will get if you like online tears. If oh, you no, like no, online, I'm, I'm super serious. I'm super serious. Yeah. I'm doing a made up political theory here, and I don't. I don't yeah. want to praise this guy. Uh, no, actually, actually, I want to avoid criticizing Israel. If you, but if it's funny because you're like, if you're like, a, what's so funny is why does amorality only go in one direction, right? Like, why can't we? Like, if we're gonna do the amoral bit, right? Like, I'm, I'm like, you're like an amoral. I'm here for the lols. I'm amoral. I'm here for the lols. Go into a Jew's comments and say Aaron Bushnell was a hero and a martyr for the cause, and I, I praise him every day, and I've created a monument to him in my backyard. <laughs> you will see tears like you've never seen, <laughs> right? You will also to, see uh, fake screenshots. They'll be trying to geolocate your backyard so they can, like, attack it. <laughs> like, firebombing you know, like your the, backyard. The, the, the online just-for-lols right-winger will, like, just try, yeah, legitimately try and geolocate your backyard to do, like, real-life vandalism. Yeah. But it's like... It's, but it's like that that will get you if you if again it's so funny it's like what are you about are you about online metapolitics are you about some kind of machiavellianism are you about trolling for the lols are you about i'm an amoral person like it's like you're taking amorality as a principle but it only goes in one direction but amorality is an anti-principle so you can go in any direction why do you never just go in the mm. direction that hurts jews why does your why does your anti-principle amorality only go in the direction that helps jews why does your weird, retarded, principled hang-up that you have only go in the direction that helps Jews? Why does your Machiavellianism only go in the direction that helps Jews? Why do all? Why does your like metapolitics and online conversation changing only go in the direction that helps Jews? Like none of these things that you're doing, that you say is what you're doing instead of just hurting Jews, like they're all just distractions. So for me, I'm like, okay, this guy went out to hurt Israel. Zionism, thereby hurting Jews, no matter what, no matter what, he might even think that that's not what he's doing. But apparently, maybe he does think that's what he's doing. I don't know. It doesn't matter. That's what he did. And that's why I praise him. That's why I say it's a good thing. They so, are. Yeah. The, the Jews who run the media are scrambling to, like, make this go away and, like, be a bad thing. And they're desperately trying to get people not oh. to respect it. And it's like, right, toys are lining up. Okay, Jews, I'm here to not respect it. I'm you here. Know, I'm here to open clean this Whenever up. Jews find themselves in trouble, the people that are most likely find themselves in hot water. The people that are supposed to be anti-Semites comes, are here. To, are the people that are supposed to be anti-Semites? The people here that we are. The people that exude the uh, what is it? Rural white rage. Like they're mm-hmm. they're the ones lining up to be like, I'll clean. I'll help you clean this up, Shlomo. Yeah, let me I'm sweep here. up for. Let me sweep up for the I'm Jews. Here to let sweep. me go out. We don't like, like this. And the other thing that they rural also white cringe. Do. That's what you are. Yeah, the other thing they do white white cringe rural white instead of, cringe. White, rage, instead of rural white, white rage is rural white cringe that's where i'm at and in, instead of <laughs> instead of like um and it's like they do it in multiple ways so they do it they do it one they they spread a bunch of fud 
Yeah. And the number two thing they do is they present like the white position as like, frankly, like kind of despicable, particularly if you're trying to convince average normal people. Like you say, average normal people don't care about this, don't care about that. What the fuck? I actually don't think that if you go to average normal person and you're like, hey, like uh, there's a group of people who are being like systematically murdered. Like, are you OK with that? And the average normal person, I don't think he's going to say, yeah, that's fine. I don't whatever. I'm I'm just fine that's, with like massacre like like I'm fine well, with children being I, slaughtered like that's, that's I, I, I can understand like, I why why on the internet someone was telling me that telling other people we should not be sending our money to a foreign nation so that they can murder Palestinians with it he was telling me that was a bad argument like that sounds like a really compelling argument like not only should you not give them their money your money. They're taking that money and doing bad stuff with it. So you especially shouldn't be giving them your money. Well, it's so funny to say, like, we should be doing, like, isolationism, but we shouldn't, like, literally saying we should be doing isolationism as long as we're not going up against a Jewish lobby. Yeah. What the fuck do you think isolationism is for? Like it's, it's for it's for it's just trying to shut down this conversation it's for going as soon against as possible. The it's basically lobby, just like I'm just bringing up <laughs> stupid <laughs> shit to stop this conversation. I'm just trying to get you to stop yeah. talking to me be, by just throwing buzzwords out there. Isolationism, Machiavellianism is just basically it's just fud. It's just they're looking for which no, thought-ending cliche will actually end your thought or make you just want to stop. And it's cool. See, the problem is your thought-ending cliches like inspire me to. Like, I've already stopped. Them I've already stopped thinking. thinking. I've already stopped thinking. I just hate Jews. Simple as. I hate Israel. I want it to be destroyed. Right. How about just do like like is like anti-Semitism is a thought-terminating cliche and terminate all your thoughts and just be anti-Semitic. Why have to just be anti-Semitic? It's very simple. Yeah. Much, and, and people then will be like, so, "Oh, but I don't. I like thinking." No, you don't. No, you, you don't. don't. Shut up. Stop. Well, you're not good at it. You don't like thinking. Yeah, you're not good at it. That's the problem. <laughs> These are people who look like they support Israel. Israel. I'm just I'm just repeating what conservatives say. <laughs> Because that's what he gets paid Damn to do. good show. Damn good show. Hey, got a new giveaway going. We pissed off a lot of Jews. We pissed off a lot of conservatives. I like, you know these damn conservatives, they're a bunch of Jew lovers. <laughs> you see, you are anti-Semitic. How? Because what conservatives, no, conservatives, no, conservatives is right on it. The only Semitic people is the Jews. <laughs> and you know that? You're supposed to be conservative. I am conservative. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> What? No. I don't know what's going on. The Hodge twins. What? Are having, to happen? The Hodge twins are having think, a normal I one. I think. I think the 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 the, the, the those the, the white like those guys like started we're, actually deconstructing their own bullshit for a second and kind of confessed. We're like, gonna we're have just to do, doing. We're gonna have to do like a we're have to do like a Starship Troopers tier like debate discussion on that clip. Like was that <laughs> was that a satire? Or was it a satire of satire? <laughs> no, I think I'm not media literate enough to watch that. I'll give up my take on that. Was the two of them admitting like we're literally just like actors yeah. that do this for money and we pretend to be conservatives and like frankly the there's a lot of Jews involved in that and like conservatives. Lo- I don't know. There's I think they're making fun of all the dumb positions they take for money in okay. there. Like they they brief, they briefly broke frame and they're just like yeah. Please don't unsubscribe. That was funny. Where, where is this circulating? Or, uh, it's on Twitter. The account is called Gentile News Network. <laughs> Stu Peters uh, retweeted it into my because uh, I follow Dude, Stu. Dude, why can't people be more like Stu Peters? Like Stu Peters is actually doing this right. Stu Peters is pretty I'm good. Like, I mean, he goes into goofy. He's he goes into like, he, well, he goes into goofy. Just... He goes into goofy, like religious based stuff once in a while, but uh, mostly he's on point. The religious but stuff. See, see the problem. The problem. The problem with religion. 
religion stuff is like as like an Amer- like American Protestant like stuff is goofy and cringe and and terrible. So it yeah. kind of it muddies mm-hmm. your political position. And he's got a good political position. He's he's against Jews. He's against Israel. But occasionally he like jumps into talking about uh, yeah. biblical crap, and I'm just like, all right. But even if well, he's doing that, American like, Protestantism is just a it's a form of branding. You want to brand yourself as being like a, a Christian. Well, no, no, that's, that's not bra- that's, no, not branding. I mean, it, there's a whole like this whole set of like cringe and outspoken like weirdoness that goes with American Protestantism. That's like really off-putting to yeah. most people. And, and, and adopting and so, that most is of that bad. is like genuine. It's like when you when you get people talking about branding as Christians, like if it was just if it was just right? branding, like, yeah. if it was just branding, it wouldn't be a problem because then it's just you're just saying that's what you are. And well, like Stu Peters could just say I'm an American Protestant and just do what he's doing, but no, he actually yeah, does the bit. No, American I think Protestant? he actually is oh, it no. because Stu Peters takes he seems to instinctively take the anti-Jew position, yeah, and he also seems to instinctively take kind of like silly, dumb, yeah, Protestant like right. American Protestant right, right, weirdo right, positions, right, right? Like by instant, which also makes me kind of respect him because it's well, at least you are that thing. You're not just pretending because. Frankly, when you have people that are like overly calculating their takes and and, and positioning them, that's like right to right stuff. Like, let me let me like not not let me think about yeah. like what's the best way for like me to appeal to Christians and not cross Jews and like do all of these things at once. And then the takes end up becoming like super dumb, like the John Doyle fan take, like let's be isolationist but not criticize Israel because it's an uphill battle. Which mm-hmm. is like, what about this isn't an uphill battle? Like. Frankly, like for rightoids, it's like I mean that's such an admission. That is such an admission. What's not an uphill battle is like being on Elon Twitter, where I'm allowed to speak now, and I can just pay, and I can get into the monetization scheme, and I can just spread this. Fu- I just like that's such an admission that you want a downhill but battle. There are you want the wind at your back, and, and all you Jews also look at Jake Shields. Like there are people that are that are on the Jake Elon Shields. Twitter doing Elon. That's the funny thing. Even doing like even I'm doing like Elon Twitter stuff. Isn't a fucking excuse because there are people doing that that are still mm-hmm. attacking Jews. Like like Jake Shields is making all kinds of hey attacking Jews and being huge on Elon's Twitter. Like that that's what's funny about it. It's like you can't even now Elon Musk himself is just like a piece of shit with like he was like doing like in vitro fertilization with Jewish women and shit. But like um oh you didn't know about that? oh we we talked about that I thought how he has like in vitro kids with a Jewish woman. No, yeah, in vitro, oh, not in vivo, right. right? Yeah, he not, yeah. All right, well, oh yeah, we you remember that? It was a story a couple of weeks ago. Like some Jewish woman who was the head of some project that he funded, and him did like I think they they fertilized embryos together or something. <laughs> For as part of some like weird, dumb, like transhumanist like Reddit crap that they, that he's doing, like. <laughs> He's like a Reddit, like Elon Musk is like a Reddit transhumanist. That's why he does like in vitro <laughs> fertilization. And he's like, it's because she's really smart, but she's also, she's she's half Jewish, half Indian, like like Pajit Indian. Uh, and now have Elon Musk. on a level that just shouldn't be possible. Yeah. Thank you, technology. Yeah. All right. What were we going to do? I think, I think we beat this dead horse long enough. There's a guy I'm running. I'm gonna listen to there, Sven guy, over here typing away furiously. There's a guy running me. around. There's a nigger running around. Well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what this guy is. There's some guy running around New York City, giving people stone cold stutter, stunners in public and not oh. getting arrested. Wait, t- tasing them or no, 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 stu- no, no stunners, the wrestling move. Or maybe oh, okay. maybe this is an RKO. I'm not sure what the difference is. Or a diamond cutter. They're all the same move. 
So yeah, I've, I've seen this guy. He's got the braids, but is that a spigger or is that a nigger? Is that a high yellow? That's somebody with. That's like a genetic mistake. It's like it's like some kind of. But these guys don't look they're in on it because they don't know how to take one. Like they don't know the they don't know how to kayfabe getting this move put on them. So he's gonna. This dude's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Ow, my knee. That's not how you take <laughs> one of those. Like you're supposed you're supposed you're supposed to you're supposed to roll forward and do a somersault and then you're supposed to flop around like the rock. This has got to be like so. You do right? this handicap person. Yeah. What? <laughs> that guy's laughing though, so I don't know. Wait now. That guy. That guy took it pretty good. That wasn't bad. He's like a dumb. He just that's got a, here yesterday. That's like that's like a that's like some ing- that's like a that's like a migrant. That's like yeah, a, that's a migrant. Like, so. The guy was in Honduras last week. That, that, that happens like every five minutes to that guy. I was looking to see like what's oh. DC Drano tweeting about today, and that's what he's got on. That's what he's got on uh, on tap for you there. Some uh, yeah, okay, it's probably not important then. Well, I was just seeing what he was about. He's got something. And he's mad about uh, communists marching in Brooklyn. Uh, hey, communists afraid again. Are they are they are they anti-Israel? Like, what, like why? what kind of communists are they? Are they just most Brooklyn? They're probably just Jews, right? No, there was like some Revolutionary Communist Party march in Brooklyn. They had a bunch of red flags. It was just stupid. They didn't do yeah, anything. Right Nothing. Yeah. It's just like, are you winning, son? Did they? I did, mean, did they face an uphill battle? You want to talk about should, an uphill they, battle? Oh my god! Look at this guy's linen T-shirt. Set themselves on Gunther, fire get the fuck out of the way, Gunther. You're in the way of the fucking of the funny uh, here. He's got linen. Oh my god! It's like it looks like one of those. Oh, I hate fucking. Look, let me look at this linen shirt this dude has on. Oh, it's like, like a, it's like a rap cover from the nineties. Yeah, it looks like, like a, it looks like a bat really. That's, kind, that's bad, actually kind of. It looks like a bad nigger funny. t-shirt, you know. Like that's the name. Dude, of on, a, on a meta level, that would be funny to do like a, a picture of Lennon. It's like it's like it's like it's like embossed it's like glitter headline. What are these? You know, what are these people even? Uh, what are these people even like want? They, don't they know? Don't clear. they know that like well, we don't do this anymore? We do Amazon. We do we do monop we do monopoly mega capitalism. We don't do this anymore. Like, I, I will point, I will point out that they are uh, they are younger and they are in better shape than any sort of MAGA rally I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's just because they live in New York City. But they're like retarded though. Now, having lived in New York City and having been a leftist and having been like understanding somewhat leftist sectarian politics, although I've been removed from that world for many many years, these are these are people that just frankly. The th- the thing is though that these these little sects, these are people that are marinating in their own bullshit. At least they're having and, sex. Right. They're <laughs> At ha- least that's an ethos. I get. Well, I guarantee you that not only they're having sex, but there's a lot of probably weird, creepy, uh, sex like abuse <laughs> going on with like the, a lot of sex pests in there. <laughs> sex pests. Yes, very good. Well, because a lot of these left wing sects, they they can't help but I know. Yes, using the word. They can't help but like devolve to effectively a cult of personality around like one guy because frankly, that's what happens. Particular, you know, and so um, why is that only Yukis there? I, no, come on now. I'm just joking. The girl, oh, the girl's, <laughs> girl's smile kind of oh looks like her. <laughs> eh, eh, not really, but um, I know. but uh, you know, they they can't help but devolve to um, to that, and then that guy inevitably uses that. To have sex <laughs> with the uh, with all like the the younger women that are attracted to the thing, right? What? 
Nothing. It's like before the show it, on prep, we were talking about like the vocal tick of saying like, and now I'm never going to be able to hear the word sects ever again. Sects. It's going to be an auditory well, the, tick. Yeah, and no, I'm just, every time someone sect- says sectarianism, I'm just going to start laughing. It's like, I'd be like sex- sectarianism. Ah! Completely useless. That's me. Right here. Sorry. You were saying? <laughs> well, it's funny. Every year, like, they have these Marxist conventions or Marxist party things, and, and there's always just another sex scandal. There's always, like, another person who's, like, raped or abused, and they then they, they scramble to, like, cover it up. Uh, yeah. And I see the, yeah, the it thing is to Caleb you need to Maupin, do. Didn't, it? didn't Caleb Maupin, wasn't he a sex pest? Like, they got to him? Or he was accused? Oh, yeah, I heard something like that. Yeah, I'm sure they accuse him of him, but he he the thing with Caleb Maupin is he never seemed to have a like a group backing him. He was just out there by himself. Yeah. I mean, unless maybe he did. I don't know. But um anyway, so the thing is uh what's funny is this this march by the revolutionary communists. Hello, thank you for tuning in to the free edition of the Daily Showa on the rightstuff.biz. If you're hearing this message, it's because you're not subscribed, and we need you to change that. See, the rightstuff.biz is 100% listener funded. We have no sponsors. We have no mega donors. We have no shadowy helicopter donors coming in and saving our ass. We need you to support us in our efforts to do these shows. So please navigate to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and follow the instructions. Create an account. Create an order. Uh, We sell subscriptions monthly, quarterly, twice yearly, and yearly. It's a little bit complicated because of the rampant censorship we've had to endure. So you'll have to pay with cryptocurrency, money orders by mail, e-checks, or you can navigate to my Odyssey channel, uh, create an account on Odyssey, and you can pay me with uh, your credit card. Thank you, and enjoy the first half of the show. Thank you. Uh, probably, like, uh, Aaron Bushnell achieved a hell of a lot more with his act of solo like setting on fire dramatic protest because this is like you know this doesn't this went largely unnoticed like i don't know i saw it and, and again the, one of the problems is that people are like well what are they what are they about like they got red flags and revolutionary communism that's not something that now if you legitimately want to talk about a, a public act that is like useless and doesn't accomplish anything like here's one for you because and since it made it's also like rightoids would rather talk about and oppose this like they'd rather just talk about this, of course, because it, it's it's legitimately well. That's a, well, that's just a silly downhill battle. That's a downhill battle. There is no there is no path to power for communists. Like they're just it's just yeah, not there. The, There's nothing there. They're never going to win. Like anything. those are the people that have some power, and that you're opposing it is great because they don't have any power, right. and no one gives a shit what they say. They're legitimately people that just that are there that you can just point and laugh and be like, "Holy shit, those people are doing." A, they're legitimately doing like Lenin red flag waving revolutionary communism when there's like there's no opposition to it mm-hmm. from those in power because well, they, they, just, they recognize jews it. look at that and they're like lol they just ah, don't care whatever yeah. right yeah so for you to take your right to identity and maybe like that's the enemy it's like that's the easiest fight in the world it's it's literally like it's creative mode like you, you know because it's you're not you know you you just like it doesn't matter like that so I don't know. It's it seems very. Again, of course, it would make DC Drano would of course that's the conversation he wants to have because it's very easy to point at at those because it's legitimately right. what they what they are doing legitimately is like irrelevant. It doesn't. It why doesn't do you matter. Let yourself, they, why it's do you not light, clear what they're about? Why do you let yourself in fire in front of that rally and stop it? 
In front of the, in you front don't need of the, to because they're just yeah. gonna they're just gonna wave their flags around and like, right. go home. Yeah, they're gonna go home. Smoke weed. Right. They're just gonna go afterwards. They're just gonna go. They're literally just gonna go smoke weed. Like they might. They're probably smoking weed. I'm sure they're just smoking weed while they're like, doing during it. the march. Yeah. Why wouldn't you smoke at the march? Like, why wouldn't it's, you? Because like everybody does and... that in New York City now. You just smoke weed. Yeah. Like everywhere in New York City, you go. There's just weed. So let's be smoking weed. So yeah, I mean, it's sort of it's sort of funny. Um, it's like when they take out a lighter at the Revolutionary Communist March, it's not to set themselves on fire. It's to light a joint. Yeah, right. Or a blunt, right? It's like, yeah. So it's like they touch touch grass, like touch beep beep grass. Touch, you know. <laughs> touch touch grassly, like touch, uh, you know. Chuck grassly? I don't know. Oh, beep beep grassly. Yeah, touch, <laughs> don't touch grassly. He's old, probably just keel over him but is he still in is he still in power is he still, I don't in know office? still alive i don't know i don't even remember who chuck I mean, grassley is it's one of those names like i just know that name he's a republican he's like a senator he's right like a shitty republican yeah. senator from he's like iowa i think yeah he's from someplace where that be it should be entirely like deep red based amazing like white man but instead Ooh. he's like the most cucked like jew he's iowa controlled yeah oh, so he's a jew controlled oh. conservative faggot like oh. that's how they all be yeah, he's still a senator he's still a senator he's still in power <laughs> he's still there. He's yeah. there to fight for so what, what, what was uh, what was this groaning I hear? I heard from Alex. I just found a uh, news story that we might want to look at from oh. Daily Mail. I thought we were going to move into the Destiny stuff. Do you not want to do that, or did we? Is that considered covered? I mean, but, it's it's like what is there to say? Uh, Destiny, John Doyle. John Doyle are, yeah. Well, we could do like, Destiny or John Doyle bingo. Like we do that. We could do that. It would take me a minute to cue that up. I, also have this, I have this like chink wigger video that's pretty funny if you if you want to see it it's uh, not it's not I, like I got, himself, you, I got but... something you can look at all right i think i've seen is it is it the two libtards and like in the grocery store talking about how much it costs to go to this that, yeah that? yeah i saw that yesterday yeah. you have that in the in the yeah. chat is it in the chat it's right there it's right there on, now why'd you send it on mega my god because i don't i don't have it on on youtube I why mean, why do you have this like that, in a normal human some video location because somebody put it on Telegram right. as a download oh. as an MP4 that I had someone, to download somebody, and upload. To somebody get. put it on the PSYOP app that I use all day. <laughs> you get all the sandwich stuff for the kids' lunch. I don't use it all day. I don't like turkey anymore. Yeah, I know. What about the bananas? So wait, hold yeah, on. I got a them Let's too. But back up honey. for one second. Sorry, I know it's so annoying to do this, and I don't like turkey anymore. Like I'm assuming that's like a some kind of chink wigger joke. And oh. they didn't then just like step back past it, or maybe it's like. What about the bananas? What about the bananas? <laughs> bananas. I don't know. Well, the, I don't like turkey anymore. Is definitely something. The I guess I'm the not kids lunch. What he means. You want bananas? I don't like turkey anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's good. I feel like I feel like I've always liked turkey and always will. Can you just turn that on and off? I could not be in the mood for turkey right now. I could say yeah, I just like it. Don't like it anymore. I don't like Erdogan anymore. Like, that's what that's. Well, what's funny? Now. You can go back and forth on the country turkey because yeah. like they they switch positions so often that it's like I don't know. Do I like turkey today? Yeah. I like it today. I don't. Got mayo and mustard yeah. on it. Today, today they're yeah. being base. Today they're being cringe. In terms of like turkey. All right, let's get to this. In terms of the here. animal. I know. Anyway, this first one. Yeah, I know. What about the bananas? Yeah, I got them too. But honey. What? You're going to have to put those eggs back. They don't like eggs anymore? 
No, they like eggs. But we have to set that $7 aside. For killing Palestinians? <laughs> what? I mean, don't we give Israel $4 billion a year anyways? Yeah, and now we're giving them another $14 billion. Do you know how much that is per American taxpayer? No. It's like $85 per person. Apparently it's costing us a lot of money to drop bombs on Gaza. It's an uphill battle. <sighs> That's terrible. Yeah. Don't they get universal health care too? Yeah, they do. We're paying for that too, probably. Might as well put the bananas back. Bananas. Why the f do we have to pay for all of this? Don't cuss at me. I'm Jank Huger, and I approve this message. Let's save lives together at jankforamerica.com. Wait, is he running for something? Uh, he's running for president. What? Yeah, Chink <laughs> is running for president. All right, I'll vote for him. Might as well. I'd I mean, that's that's. That's a message I want to hear. Funny. Right that's there. A, as a as a funny vote. Like, I always ask fuck. the question, like, who can you vote for to stop that? I guess apparently the the answer is Chink Wigger. You vote for Chink. I guess that's what Destiny is telling you. Everyone go I vote mean, for Chink Wigger. We made fun of Chink Wigger forever, but I would seriously prefer to have him in power. The Donald oh, I vote. I would vote for him. What are you I supposed to do? Wigger. Like, there's nothing. There's like, there's no other choice. Like, there you go. There's your there's your candidate, Chink. <laughs> What's funny though is I have I have critiques of even this because it's still like it's, it's still, still just like about money, but. But Chink still is still doing the money thing. Yeah, but Chink yeah. is a brown person, so you know he's anti-Semitic. You know he hates Jews. He hates Israel. The Turks hate. Probably, you know, yeah. They don't like those people. Probably, probably. Deep down, probably. You know, and Kasparian is um, Armenian. So, oh, here's my question. What did you say? What? What did you say hot? <laughs> hot. <yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Anna Kasparian is somebody who like I yeah, would plow like, like the fucking driven snow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Like I totally don't want to hate fuck Anna Kasparian. It's just that's like, a vicious rumor. I don't know just where it started. Sit back and enjoy. What are you talking about? But it's like hate. What do you mean hate? <laughs> where's that? What do you mean hate? <laughs> yeah. Uh, where's that old image of me where we did the blue screen bit? That was so fucking funny. I'll never find that. And behind her. Uh, yeah. I totally don't like She's look like, at. Ugh. I totally am not the guy that goes and looks at pictures of Anna Kasparian on the internet in hopes of seeing side boob. Like I don't ever do that. Never done it. Never like just sat there looking at Anna Kasparian enjoying like the conspicuous side boob that so, she always manages to work into her outfits. I am definitely not a guy that does that. So speaking of more liberal, uh, did you see? Uh, did you see uh, John Stewart's segment? I don't know from uh, Monday oh, night. Jeez, another John Stewart segment. We could do this all day, yeah. I guess. But well, well I mean, he's. I mean, unfortunately, his 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 the his segment is, crested. Okay. Is God That's what he, well, futile crescent is what they've always said about Iraq. So they're just lumping in the Israel problem with that. But I now, mean, when they mean futile crescent, futile from what stance? Well, like, they're just making like, a play on the on the on the what do they used to call it? the fertile crescent? It was the futile crescent when we were invading Iraq and they were against the Iraq war. This was just like an act. But an act what of was like futile? futile? Like the idea of bringing democracy to Iraq is futile. Just everything, that... just just doing it. Okay. Yeah, all that stuff. Okay. But it's like, you know, they successfully, and once again, Jon Stewart is successfully and effectively making fun of the conflict without actually stopping it or affecting America's consciousness in any way, or, shape, or, or form. Or changing the narrative. Like he's right. making, so he's trying to say Israel's part of the feudal crescent? Like, that's not true. It's, it's not just part like, of that. Yeah, like can... I said, they're trying to include that into like the, but what he says is pretty, it's pretty on point, but it's just like, it's coming from, from John Leibowitz though, so I'm just, I don't know what to do with it, but I'll play it for you here. Well, somehow the audience knew, but tonight <laughs> we discuss Israel-Palestine. Oh. 
Right, the uh, disclaimer. This is real Palestine. It's not meant to endorse or justify all the actions of either side. Mentions of Hamas that fail to condemn Hamas do not mean we don't condemn Hamas. Do not listen to this segment if you are predisposed to anti-Semitism or Islamophobia. Common side effects of discussing in the Middle East are depression, anxiety, infections of the perineum, and craving Hamas. So hold on a second. This already I have a critique of. This is this is basically further actually entrenching the this idea. Was, that's not what I meant to play. I know that was very cringe. That was all very cringe and, and very with the. Uh, that was very. Zion, that was all very Zionist. It's what he does after. Yeah, that, that. was that was. Yeah, I'm sorry. Remember when you're afraid to, when you're afraid to talk about it, you're just helping Jews. So, you know. Well, he's unless, making he's making a like, play. Yeah. He's making a play on the fact the previous two or three weeks, whatever it's been. He's he's like stepped in it every time where he said stuff that like people are giving him a lot of shit for. Right. And he's also doing the bit where he's pretending that yeah. it's like there's there's an issue on taking either side. Yeah. Right. right there, right, there's right. thorny things with either yes. side. It's like, no, but only one of those sides is the thorny thing. Right. Actual people with real power. And he unfortunately, he he seems to take the right side in this segment, which is why I'm playing it, which is why it's annoying. Yeah. He's corralling, he's liptard corralling, he's corralling liptards. Sort of. Well, folks, uh, uh, this is an awful situation. We're, we're coming off uh, on five months of a brutal bombing campaign brought on by a horrific massacre and hostage taking. And we seem no closer to ending anything but the reigns of a couple of Ivy League presidents. Well, this weekend, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu finally laid out his plan for peace. Benjamin Netanyahu is calling for complete demilitarization of Gaza, as well as Israel taking over security and controlling entry and exit points to Gaza. So your peace plan is a siege, <laughs> a military siege. You really think a military solution ends this cycle? But that's yeah. also what they've had forever. Like, they've always right. controlled entry and exit. It's not a cycle. It's it's Jews uh, killing a group of people. Like I have a lot of critiques of how he's presenting this. Like cycle of violence shit that helps Israel. When you talk about a cycle yes. of violence, nah. That 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 has been commented on by people. The cycle of violence thing for a long time. People have poked fun at that. Like it's not a cycle. It's one yeah. group like systematically eliminating another. Like what are you talking about? Victory is within cycle. reach, and you can't have victory until you uh, eliminate Hamas. But, Look at those ears. Yeah, Hold oh, on. Okay. Oh yeah, he makes a bad, he makes another bad joke here. That's but your plan to eliminate Hamas by destroying all of Gaza uh, doesn't that just make more Hamases? Is that the plural? He's doing of like Hamas? he's doing like the optics. Like the optics are what you just create more bad guys by killing. No, the, the, the plural of yeah. Hamas is Hamasi. Uh, just you know, <laughs> then we go back to our old pun about our favorite guitars. I mean, it's an idea. Palestinian liberation is an idea. Unless you have a bomb that kills ideas, do you have a bomb that kills ideas? I mean, so how long would it even take No, they kill all the people the with the idea. Right. Uh, Palestinian liberation becomes moot when they're all dead. That's basically what he would literally say. The phase of the fighting is weeks away from completion. Not months, weeks away from completion. Oh, dear God. <laughs> if you insist on this plan... If you think that ends Hamas, I believe we in the United States have a banner you can use. Um, it's it's W's mission accomplished banner. It's W's mission accomplished banner. That's his big joke there. Look, the United States is Israel's closest ally. Mm. Israel's big Israel's brother. Fraternity big brother. Of nations. 
Israel's work emergency contact. Uh huh. Maybe it's time for the U.S. to give Israel some tough moral love. Here we go. This is shameful. No, that's never going to happen. This Uh-oh. is where this is where it gets good, though. This is where he's. This okay. is shameful. There has to be accountability for these war crimes. No targeting civilians in war. Stop the war crimes and the atrocities and end the war today. It could happen right now. Right now! We're talking about what? Thank you! These atrocities must... Listen to the crowd. So I'm being told the administration was talking about Russia bombing Ukraine. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, does the, does the laughter cease? Because I could, I was obvious that was uh, that gag was like obvious from the, that. That's what he was doing. That, the, the, one, the, but... the audience didn't seem to know, and he did the gag. These atrocities must be. Just touching. Sorry, I'm being told the administration was talking about Russia bombing Ukraine. I apologize. <laughs> Also a war crime. Uh, but I'm sure they're giving equally stern advice to Israel. The Biden administration is urging Israel to be much more careful, to be more cautious. <laughs> How Israel does this matters. Israel must do more to protect innocent civilians. We want to see the government of Israel take steps oh God. to minimize civilian harm. Be more surgical and more precise. Be more careful. Hey, Israel! Take it down the nuts. <laughs> Could you please be more careful with your bombing? It's good advice. But really, couldn't the United States have told Israel that when we gave them all the bombs? We're, there are bombs. There's, this is like your Coke dealer coming in with an eight ball and going, don't stay up all night. I can't yeah, that's really, kind of funny, but I can't really like, fault him there. Like, I don't know. He doesn't use the term genocide, but he's using. He's talking about war crimes. He said war. He called it. He called it war crimes. In the yeah, no, there. I mean, it's confusing. It's scary. I don't it, like it because it's John Stewart well, doing. He's doing his best, but I still see it as like as is in a way covering up like sure. fundamental truths oh, about absolutely. the conflict. And yeah, like I still see it as it's basically he's having to like hit in order to. It's almost like some. It's like it's like the libtard version of when like people that are shilling for the Republican party have to like venture into things that are actually like white, like pro white in ways to get, to try and like get a little bit more excitement. So it stopped being the same boring middle of the road politics. Right, you right. have to go a little bit of field and touch on real issues. Like that's just the libtard equivalent. Like he's doing that. Just like, you know how we say like Republican candidates are all talking about shutting down the border and kicking out all the immigrants. They're never going to do, but they're all talking about it because it's an election year. Right. Um, and that kind of stuff, and then start accidentally tripping on things that could be briefly construed as pro Now, here's a funny tweet. This is just a funny tweet. You're going to like who tweeted it. It's old. It's a few months old. I was sent it by Jamie yesterday. It's funny. It's just a funny little thing. So just you're also going to you're going to laugh at who it is that tweeted this out. But this is just a funny little this is a funny little clip. Little clip. Oh, it's what's her face. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because it's like. Jamie says to me, I said, oh, she's still tweeting. And uh, and Jamie says to me, like, oh, she only tweets like once in a while. And I was like, well, yeah, it's because she's like 45 years old. It's shoe on head. What, 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 <laughs> what, is, what is her operational name? Is she like the boxy girl or something? I don't remember. I have uh, done nothing wrong. Israel. Ever. Ever. In my life. I know this. America. Yeah, I've seen this before. And I love you. I love you too, daddy. Money, please. I have done.
Mm. I mean, kind of funny. Yeah. Kind of funny. But see, it's see, chew on head is like super normie like thing. Like I dress like a schoolgirl, even though now she's like forty years old, and uh, therefore you want to watch. And also, I like criticize. <laughs> that's her. I'm like doing her like. That's her page banner, the nineteenth the nineteenth amendment and its consequences. Right, right. So she's doing the like I dress I dress like a schoolgirl and I do pretty like anodyne anti feminist, like middle of the road right wing stuff. And but All even right. she is doing even she is doing like the anti Israel thing because frankly, nobody likes Israel. Like everyone hates Israel. Like seriously, you can nobody likes Israel. Like when you if you have doubts only about right what toys to like do, Israel. But they tiptoe around it like it's something to be. Well, I don't even think they like it. It's that they just they they, whenever the issue is does this hurt Israel or not, they find all kinds of things that they can throw in their own path. Rightoids think that Zionism is just nationalism, and here's like a here's a here's an example of a people that have a country. They just Mm -hmm. so they love it. They think it's great. I've seen that some of them. Well, that's like the Ramsey Paul thing, but it's like remember. But when you go, but the other thing is the other problem is if you go out and you say like Ramsey Paul did. I'm Ramsey Paul and I'm a Zionist. Like everyone just jumps. Everyone's like, "That's fucking gay." Like I mean, everyone, like so. Every one of the few people that like I, saw I think, that. Yeah, but again, yeah, the few people that saw that. My point though is that I, I think it's. I'm not so sure. Of, I don't think that's actually right. Like I, I, I think what it is is there's something like I think that no one, none of them would confess to being a Zionist because everyone understands that that's like shitty and cringy. The only people that say they're open Zionists are like legitimately retarded conservatives, like actually like. Re- either shills or just like retarded people the the rightoid gets that like you can't say you you love israel but they want to make they're desperate to make israel like not the top actions not words right they can show that you love israel just don't say it right rightoids just show it they're desperate to make it not the issue so they want it when 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 that's just fundamentally the issue and the, the choice is stark like bad for israel good for sven needs me to sign up for a paywall subscription at the right slash paywall. Okay, Sven, I'm your number one guy. I'll do it. Israel, which do I pick? And you should just immediately and automatically pick bad. That whatever is bad for Israel, you should like it. Like straight mm. up. That's it. And then really, don't come at me like it's more complicated. It's not. It is not. Mm. You need to be a total 100% grug on this issue. Is it bad for Israel? Therefore, yes. Um, so now somebody could do like, but Mike, uh, every white person killing themselves would be bad for Israel. So should we do? Like, shut, shut up! Stop! This is another example of exactly what I'm saying. Like when you when you make that kind of like, again, I, I I made that up in my own head is like something that they could say. That would I'm from Buenos what I'm Aires, saying. and I say they should all kill themselves. Yeah, but my point is like <laughs> the frankly, you know, the um, like you could that you could literally say like so should every. Uh, like let let me apply like the Kantian categorical imperative here like, no, you to can't. once again get in, get in my own way and find a way to bail Israel out of the of the narrative problem they're having. Uh, if he's setting himself on fire is good, then everyone setting himself on fire should be good. Yeah, too. It is. Uh, you first. <laughs> that's where the that's where we say well yeah touch gas right so touch gas. But my thing. Is, also frankly the touch gas thing like that's just fucking hilarious and <laughs> you know when you start to, whenever you're trying to do whenever you're trying to do an online right wing over analyzing a thing so you don't have to take the anti-israel position which is all gas. you're really doing is just touch gas just touch, touch gas touch gas i'm really tired that's of it. having to lecture touch you on this people gas. 
Well, no one listening. Really no one listening. No one listening. People, they get it. No, nobody listening. Yeah, yeah. Nobody listening to us. Is very few. Our, our own listeners like, get this and are fundamentally well. Again, did you see, reach out and touch gas. Reach out and touch the, uh, gas. That's very good. Did you see the show title of that is, Warzoi last that is what we are reacting to, sir. Yes. Okay. I thought Alex maybe just didn't pay any attention to things we did other than when we're recording, and so. Oh, you got you got it right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I I have no. <laughs> but I have did no you notice confidence Alex saw the show title from yesterday? <laughs> you know what? I, do you know what? I just like uh, upon reflection struck me because that was the second time I watched that clip that John Leibowitz Daily Show. You know that parody of our show that he does. Um. Yeah, him like ripping us off. The, show the way title the, and everything, the and way the suddenly logo. the way suddenly um. Russian war crimes. Is like an afterthought in what he's talking about. Like mm-hmm. just something to mention in passing. Those he like he had to throw in those war crimes too. By the way, in case yes. he was like, yes, he absolutely had to silly. keep that that train going. Yeah, it's yeah. funny how like, this is sort of the multitasking problem that that Zog has. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny. Like I also thought it also seemed to me because that audience that I was listening to the Daily Show is absolutely programmed to love hating russia like yep. they are the, yep. they are like keyed in on that big time and it seemed like the him the conflation because the, the one thing that is gonna that's gonna drive like the the right wing zionist crazy is like the conflation of like, oh you're conflating israel russia there's no comparison i'm like yeah there is absolutely no fucking comparison i agree with you but again oh agreeing for like the wrong reason like the thing is like in terms of war crimes like in terms of like war crimes and slaughtering of civilians like israel is like so far is like so much further, like so oh, much yeah. worse than Russia. Russia's just doing war. Russia, they, no, they're doing they're doing a the ground like a brutal ground positional war that is like killing a lot of people. But they're people in armies, like the armies are killing each other, and the amount of civilians killed is frankly, also, given the scale of that conflict, relatively low, and it's done by both sides. The Ukrainians do it also just the, as much, if not more. Also, the the history of the war crimes accusation is just a Jewish thing. It's basically like the people that I don't like do war crimes. The people that I like, don't. yeah. So it's like just get the, you've congratulations in your in your subjective uh, it, moral mindset, Jews. Like you've done that it, to the world. Like it, it's just it's situational. It's contextual on who on who's perpetrating it. So and when it comes to actually the actual crime of like deliberately killing as mm-hmm. many people in the opposing society without regard to whether they're fighting or they're in the army or not. That's just what Jews do. That's them. They're the, they've done it. They've historically done it. They tell you they've done it with their historical books, with their history, with their morals. Like, that's them. That is them. The idea of destroying another, entirely destroying another society completely is a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish thing. And they're doing it, and they're doing it in Gaza. And the whole thing of, like, him saying palestine liberation is an idea i actually don't i don't entirely agree with what john stewart's saying there like i yes there it is an idea but it's also it's an idea because there's real palestinian people and so the the jewish answer to what he said to like it's an idea you can't kill an idea is is like no we can by killing all the people that have the idea or killing the people that are the because once even if you, a non-Palestinian, have the idea of Palestine liberation in your head. If all the Palestinians are dead, well, then that idea just becomes another fictional idea. It doesn't matter, right? So it's like it's irrelevant once there's no Palestinians left. So that's 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 the Jewish take on it. The Jewish idea is like, well, we can kill an idea by either killing all the people that have it or killing all the people who are the subjects of the idea. So, yeah, like, uh, well, then what? 
I was in a discussion with somebody yesterday, and they were talking about how uh, uh, Israelis have the rightful claim to that land going back like thousands of years. And I was like, well, who was the, who was there before the uh, Israelites were? I mean, was wasn't that Canaanite land? Oh, so suddenly this person is like a believer in indigenous peoples' rights. Hmm. Yeah, but I, so now what, you're one of these cringy. When I guitar- asked the question of like who was there before the Israelites, I got called a Marxist. I was like, I don't think Canaanites are communists, but. It might have been, but who knows? I mean, <laughs> and like we'll never know because the Jews like, wiped them out, right? The history of that region apparently started the moment that Israel claimed it. Yeah, but not according to Jews. According to Jews, they committed genocide. Right. You get it. Well, I'm pretty sure that in their own text, they they tell yeah. you it was there first. No, no. This is that what I'm was... saying. Like, it's not, the rightful claim derives from the previous genocide. Like, that's the thing. Like, Jews are yeah. like. It, the history starts when Jews start killing the entire, like when Jews start doing genocide. Like that's history starts with Jewish genocide, according to Jews. Like the Hans Hermann Hoppe, the Hans Hermann Hoppe perspective on this was he was he was even saying this to Walter Block. He's like, if we're gonna do like libertarian homesteading property right claims based on the idea of homesteading, um, the Jewish historical claim to this land isn't even based on that because they tell us that they did genocide to get it. Right. You can't even do a homestead. Like, like Jews never homesteaded it. And in fact, what's so funny is the entire Jewish idea is anti-homesteading. It's like oh, someone else homesteads and we steal. Like that's what they tell. Mm-hmm. They tell you this. They're like, we're gonna have land that other. We're gonna take land other people homesteaded. In other words, that's what it means. Vineyards we didn't plant, wells we didn't dig, mansions we didn't build, fields we didn't plow, and we take this from you. Mm-hmm. And how are we going to keep it? Well, we're going to lend money to all nations and borrow from none. That's what they say. That's in the fucking Bible. That's how Jewish ethics work. Right. Yeah, and the, the commandment and, and, against usury, just so you understand, the, and I'm not making this up. The commandment against usury is only applying to Jews because they and they and this is this is not something that's made up. This is objective, and you can read even to this day. Them doing that, where um, they don't, they can't do usury. They cannot charge interest-bearing loans to one another, but they absolutely can to us, and they will, and they do. Obviously, they will, and they do, but they're not allowed to do it to each other. And it's so important to them that they have a they have a scheme to get around it. So, like, if if it's a Jewish mortgage lender and a Jew wants to take out a mortgage, they have to do a weird Talmudic thing to pretend like it's not actually. A mortgage. Well, they and the way they do it is that they say like, the Jew says, "Okay, I'm going to treat you, the other Jew, as a corporation, and I'm going to invest in you, and the investment in you as a profit-making company is going to, we're going to contractually say that you're going to return a certain dividend to me on that investment." And effectively, it's just the it's just the interest rate. It's it's like. It's, it's like there's a word for it. I forget what it is, but it's like, and so it's it's like that's your that's your like that's your light that's your light switch that might or might may or may not turn on the lights. Like that's how you do that, right? So, but it's like, so but but there's no the, the whole usury thing. It's not that usury is immoral. It's like usury is usury hurts the person who's being gouged, and Jews aren't supposed to do that to each other. But we're absolutely supposed to do it to everybody else. Like, why is if if usury is immoral, then theoretically you wouldn't want to do it to anyone, right? 
Right. You shouldn't do it to anyone. No, 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 no. It's totally moral when you do it. it. But again, it's so fucking insulting, right? It's so insulting. The fact that you aren't just like insulted, the fact that you don't want to like kick a, you don't want to just like hurt Jews just from the sheer insulting nature of that. I don't understand the mentality of not seeing that. Like, like people who who once they understand this, write it off like, oh well, that's just their religion. So their religion is literally to put you on a lower tier than themselves and say it's okay to abuse you and it's not okay to abuse each other. That's their yes, that's their religion. Okay, so and then the same people that just write that off will uh be all upset about so called white supremacy and shit mm. like that. Well, before we take a break and go to the second hour, we have to uh, we have to watch this clip. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen this. We're in Red Mountain tonight. We're here to interview the Lord of the Sixth House, Dagoth Ur. There are risks to <laughs> conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we've thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. Dagoth has isolated himself within the confines of Red Mountain. He's been there for a very long time. And since then, the blight he's spread across the land has been damaging. <laughs> he's reshaping the world. Okay, this is... And most people aren't informed. The temple would like you to believe that everything is okay and that Vivek has everything under control. But with Vivek also, <laughs> keeping himself to himself raises even more questions. With Vivek locking himself away and the other immortal god kings, Sotha Sil and Almalexia, are nowhere to be seen. This shows to me, or anyone who's even paying attention, that we're sitting on a ticking time bomb the risks I am taking in order to have this interview with him are immeasurable. I'll most likely contract Corpus, or worse, Dagoth may want to come. We are not here because we love Dagoth Ur. We are here because we love Ardenfell. We want it to remain prosperous and free. But in order for you, the viewer, to be informed, I must do what I must do. Mr. Dagoth, thank you for taking the time to speak to me. I wanted to start by asking... Why are you spreading the blight disease across Vardenfell? Morrowind under the tribunal marks the beginning of Dunmeri history. The tribunal consolidated their power and succeeded in incorporating themselves into the Kimiri belief system of ancestor and Daedra worship at the expense of the worship of the House of Troubles, whom the Dunmer know as the Bad Daedra. Massive shrines to those four Daedric princes still dot... Mr. Dagoth, forgive me, but this history lesson doesn't answer the question. Mr. Tucker, please, if you let me finish, I will answer your question. Now, back to what I was saying. During the Marethic era, the Aldmer left their home and traveled to the Somerset Isles on Tamriel. One particular group of them, led by their prophet Veloth, chose to split from the core population and traveled across the continent to their new home, which they named Resdane. Once there, these Mare, now called Chimer, were somewhat surprised to see that the caves and tunnels under Red Mountain were already inhabited. These inhabitants, also Mare, called themselves the Dwemer. An uneasy peace was formed among these races, primarily motivated by their drive to keep the Nords of Skyrim out of the land. <laughs> There. No, that's just that's a, that's the two minute and forty three second version. There's a version of that that goes on for an hour, and it's fucking amazing. I mean, you could it just it's just a history of it's just a history of uh, just Morrowind lore. I mean, yep. just, yeah, that's gonna you want to go into the lore of Morrowind? Like you're going to be there for a long time. 
It's great stuff. It was so funny. They're playing it on Ranbot, so I stole it. He didn't like it. What the hell is this? It's Degoth okay. Wave. Oh, no, it's something else. Oh, yeah. all right. Good. It's, this is not a public post. All right. Oh, you're reading private messages on the on the air again? Uh, yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, implying you never did. Fire and war. Fire and war. Come, there Come and look upon my heart. Upon my heart. Lay down your weapons. It is not too late to find mercy. Probably start. So I, I'm seeing that Transnistria is officially asking Russia for help now. Yeah, Transnistria wants to be wants to be incorporated into the. They want to be feds. They want to be federated. Oh, oh, oh! I mean, they, they want to federated. Into they the want to join Federation. like they want to join like Post and like free speech extremists They'll, and stuff. Can they we want, be feds? Uh, they want like to. They don't want to be like Gab. Commonwealth or the Federated Sons. It's like Gab is defederated, so they're not cool. <laughs> and and Gab is now shutting off uh, media uploads for non-paid users. So what happens when you're defederated. So Transnistria doesn't want to end up like Gab. They want to be cringe. Yeah, no, no they want to be federated. They want to be members of the Federation. <laughs> Russian Federation. The Russian Federation. Not the Federation of Planets. So the um, Although it's like, like Twitter kind of, it's uh, like the good guys, so yeah. Twitter like uh, geopolitical experts are just chiming in. It's good stuff. What well, like about I mean what oh, that doesn't like, really surprise well, me. I mean that was always sort of gonna happen. That was a tweet I was reading is like the people underneath it. Oh good, more World War Three. I wonder what day the history books will give us a start date. Well, you could just um. It's an old formula. You could just let it transplant Russian military personnel, intelligence, and civil servants into the outer realms of the former Soviet Union, and then claim it's Russia. It's a recipe for endless territorial disputes that have no merit but are used as a guy's belly. These are experts. Again, from from which side are you saying that, though? Right? I don't know. Uh oh. I mean, are they really Russian did- citizens, though? Most of them never visited Russia. Really? History shows that 30 ish years ago, Russia manipulated a slice of land into being frozen, a frozen conflict breakaway republic called Transnistria. Legally, it's part of the Republic of Moldova, just like Luhansk, Galanext, and Crimea are legally part of Ukraine. Yeah, but you could go further back and you could say just- the only reason Moldova isn't part of Romania is the Soviet Union. Like, whatever. Like, I mean, come on. Like, uh, Where was the guy that talked about Hitler? He's just following Hitler's playbook. Claim that a bunch of people in the area are Germans and then uh, say that's yours and then start a war. It's like, yeah, Hitler was right. But are they Germans? They are. They are. You could also these, do exactly. Also oh wow! Russian. You could also do it from yeah. the other perspective, dude. Here's a great. Here's a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna double and triple down on this. Mm. And this is something. This is something. I'm going to give Jamie credit for this, but it's funny because she made a good point. But like, part of the reason she made a good point is because she there was a there's a part of history that she didn't know about. But it, it doesn't mean she's ignorant because I guarantee you, like ninety nine point nine percent of them. Well, I guess technically ignorant in the in the in the non derogatory meaning of the word right. is something she didn't know, which most people don't know about this. So she had found out in the course of her readings about the uh, uh, French occupation of the Ruhr, which resulted in which was because the Germans, and it was because she was looking into the degra- the de- depreciation the of the German Ruhr. mark. In, in between World Wars One and Two, how the, the the currency in Germany was depreciated, and I I, I could talk about that for a long time, but it doesn't matter. But part of it was because the um, Germans were late on payments, war reparation payments to the French. So in 1923, 
the French invaded Germany. And they occupied the region of the Ruhr, which is a very industrial you know, region. Because the Treaty of Versailles wasn't hard enough. It didn't stop them. It wasn't enough of a lesson. Well, here's the thing. How come? And her thing was funny because she didn't. She hadn't known about this that this occup this invasion and occupation happened. And it was actually, ultimately, it was settled. And here's the thing: it was settled because uh, British, meaning like Jewish bankers, issued loans to Germany, which of course were obviously favorable conditions to them, and also then ultimately led to further depreciation of the German currency. Blah blah. blah. Anyway. Uh, they issued loans to Germany to pay the French and end that occupation so that the French would then back out of the Ruhr, right? And, of course, there was all kinds of allegations of... Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. The French abusing Germans, and there's even... There's actually film of it. There's video of it. Some There's very early film of, of this happening. And this enraged the German population, and the French were in the rural region. They were they were mistreating Germans, and there was allegations of German women being sexually abused and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so the English loaned Germany some money to pay off France, and then they left. Now, Jamie's point was, well, why didn't a world war start over it? Because this is this is a country. Because again, if you look at if you look at the area that was occupied, roughly comparable to Danzig, right? So it's like, oh wait, why can't? Uh, it's, it's funny. So we had something now again, not to say that the solution to that was good or correct, but it's like, oh, so a country invaded another country, occupied a little slice of territory, and this was solved by like some currency moving around, some treaties, and some money being pushed around. Why didn't we just do that with Danzig? Like, why, why is this whole idea? And then so people that will tell you, like, first of all, I mean, the thing that pissed people off about what Putin said. Now, Putin's definitely not a German sympathizer, obviously. This should, I shouldn't no. have to tell this. So when Jon Stewart tried to sell Putin as a German sympathizer, that was just a, absurd. But he did accurately say that the Germans actually tried peaceful means to settle the Danzig issue for a long time. And eventually they invaded. And this invasion started a world war. But why? Why should it? The the people that started, and they also got mad because Putin said that the British started World War Three, which is yep. just factually true. That's just true. He anyway. said three. He meant two. We all know what you meant. Anyway, let's take a break. I'm hungry. Yeah, let's do that. We'll come back and do more exciting things. Oh, okay. That's bad. 